We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Keolagas Cora on Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Le Niklas O'Brenon. Walter O'Villi, a story of Kyoto's Cora, Radio Fubble Cork, Kilkenny, or a hop to hop pinch shop at them. His Federation Lesson Larsha Box Sarner and Eight Log Officer Easter and Loon, Erin Eight Log. And you're very welcome to another day's broadcasting on Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. This program will be heard every Saturday morning at 9 and also repeated on Monday at 9. Well, Riga Show be me holiday, the kind feel out in the Gaelge, the Gilkenny Hass. Er modjin bek me hila kor shiest al der er korfe laurt na gelge ik kenni kuig ko mor vor in at na kasule tobron vashta agus palafil well ta tobron vashta agus palafil na kelishen kahersha well bek be me korsi gano so quid elitan blar bek me kindly hit and shine pre vaimenak if you gano at your deskert i say i bort larige bek eden na korsis er angaura hokter de gano hi ik sole well, fresh and imagine shop beg me a kind let John Hurley pre up Kilkenny Chamber of Commerce beg John a Corsis. You're in a douchelana toy, Ganohi egg on Aum Dacker shop beg shake inchin doing Margaul er on Shkem, um, Daravan a toy in Usadi Kilkenny direct, uh, Bohunt of Lesh on Shkem well, Mike Holler-Dramery will talk to us this morning about the Irish language in North Kilkenny. He spoke to us some time ago about the Irish language in South Kilkenny, and specifically on this occasion about the areas of Johnswell and Ballyfile, not too far from where we are here in the studio. Well, the rest of the programme will be very business-related. First off, I'll be speaking to Aidan Shine, the Chief Executive of South East Business Innovation Centre. They're based in Malford, but Kilkenny is one of the counties under their mission. We chatted about the centre's role in supporting business in the South East, for some of the key initiatives they have developed in that regard. While I also met up with the Chief Executive of Kilkenny Chamber of Commerce, John Hurley, during the week, it has been a challenging time for the businesses in our city, and I chatted to John about those challenges and the efforts to return to some type of normal service. We also chatted about the Chamber's voucher scheme, which is very popular with Kilkenny people at this time of the year in the run-up to Christmas. Well, Moss Meanlat is Fader Fogar Kurkum Erinivar, 086-353-7782. Well, I'm delighted to be joined this morning on Community Radio Kilkenny. CRKC text line on 086-353-7782 is sponsored by taxback.com. Yeah, the Beshin or Ever O eight six three five three seven seven eight two Mabuikas the Tony August and Nerdy Samari Chadwick Don Ariak Don Clarsha. August Mabuikas Steve Shall updated it on Takik Don Stashun Shaw. As always we do appreciate the help of Tony and the team in Chadwick's and of course your support as well. Well Anish uh Dirmida er as a Maridot Mayor and Majanto, Tasha Kind Marfin Gelga e Kikinikhuig, a Natina Kosule Toberan Vodashta, August Balufil. Tommy Rashley, very so much in the heart. Well, Gominic, we may kindly have a more direct than Dina of a gloss in the Gaelicus and Octo August and Neo Hishteog. August Gohire in Ice and Kosule, Quigalain, August in Rafunatira de Taro. August a Quigalain, the land on Chang and East Fuja. I going to kill Hennig now in Ain Conte Ella. August Nurhani Connor and Agail Garan Vod, Pedro Octiognoka Tree. We bug on Dean, around Dean and Nashni Gilhennig, we force a large Nagail Gishin, the Nadina Furan Tanga Savalia on the Dishmahori. August we bug on in, we as a kindly fair and Zone Moor. Neska the Conte, I can imagine by me kind friend Mara Varan Tanga Dushka the Conte, Gahira Hart, Toberon Vast, Gusbalian Fuil, Snakanter Shinavid, Congra Glor the Kaharkil Hennig, Agushani Gloramach, Lauren Lainig, the Leinster people, the Leinster men speak, Dahio Hogan, Huran Loramachin, Hanishemach Teresha Vosh, August Yen Sheshen Erecht, 
Nehirsmin or the remnants, Nehirsmin and Tanga, we force boy going line. Agus, Taurantwar, then stiff a balir, a harder balir foil, Agus, Toberon Vashta. Agus, an original freshener, when we had dear or a heightened shin, and you. Mar vi vi bert skulare arenos nilisugamora enrod for shows vo lida agus shemas or kasada agus kushit son avrishtach gudi on on papera vi e konrana gaelga shin on cleave solish the sword of light shini on papera vi on 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 konra e kuramach agus the kuran vertshin over of Valixid Harter and Regonta Shaw. August Rime Tre Quid de Torime Rain Sampli den den Tanga Jeev Anish. Tosnoime the Shamus Olid, Stiff of Valixi, August Rain Shan Shanokl, Torime Sonjeev in the Sock, Shanokl of Vibio Fos. August Torime on Hanunch, no on on Aureus, no pronunciation in Nishagazarish. Count on Hansura and Sura and Sura at Lenchit, Hansura and Nishagring. So Vishishin Katinta on Sura, no Roddy Marshin. Count on Torin and Vail or so. Hami insure. Gwilan Sura Gwinganish. So my kinch, in in sure of Ega. Ornton even on railing go back to no go Korean, I guess, Nadine is shaw. Mar we near of moron just in Shanahan Tori Bioag, near of Tahirkor Vahalort no Gaelga. Bemidan Sahamarak, Lacuna Day. Now Lacuna Day at Targon. Shin Marahashi Sarang freshen is a particular in one of the lacuna of the day, Maradiramid, lacuna day. Near Vanshe Fonkos, he didn't take a, a didn't bother him. We unfortunately, a green that he say Malahail nor Visor didn't take a funk out of him. Hashena Arvur Shachas Misha. Now, Hashin Simuel, he's a big man. I gumparoid lumsa. Shachashina armur shachas misham. Hulame gurushe a tractor. Hulame gurushe. No, Sheshin, Hulame gurushe. Hulame gurushe a tractor. I heard he was talking about him. I was rich. Vishay Khainton Gaelic. Ni Gaelga, a Vihoigal Khaniga Gaelic. Femur Hashe. Iguiga Ola Anish. Nik had a Virkuko a good, good. Good Ostit, where are you from? Good day and horror will to Hain. Good day and horror will to Hain. How are yourself, etc. See, she is be soccer. Soccer, be at your ease, be at the hoiness. Sheelam gonna be an earring, etc. On Ilson March Gwinna, on Major on Ilson March. No, on Fulton Nilshimoran's kind niche, Octon Fulton March Oil Gwing, March Oil, Beef. So, Nilan Ilson March Gwing, we haven't uh, that many cattle. August and Count Vishi Gwinna Sawalia Shaf Egg Mahar, Kenar Hicksain Grailing, the Donna Nah Kintisha in Akhai or Fudu Kunte. Shamas a hach a hailesia. Shamas a hach. Well, kach and rods lach on excrement. Shamas a hach a hailesia. It was Shamas, the dirty man who lost Ireland, Asia, era, New Asia, on a Z or more Z. That's Shin Simuel. On Shin, Tom. Piso Matthew Brino Toloch Brin, Toloch Brin, August Rishkelege, August Rish Vishajirig Smuinavan, 
Padar a balich se counter kena ignomson. Padar breed nefa. Misha breed nefa od hagishk. Tor a last and fachach. A load of sinner to reform. Tashi guion evreed gumerchen shansigan fachach. The sinner to reform. Benacht ahar is a choil ad lachem. No right to con an ashing. Shin monavi on chanun to chanun to afrin. No right on afrin. Tor tiger and all tor vanaha. No ten kalish je malish no maga. No ten kalish. Don't do anything foul, anything wrong. Malish malice. No maga, no vieg maga feguina. Ach no revetu, no revetu reig, tarawalia. Tower the 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 yerk, the real takfing. Give charity, dirk, according to your means. Tower joch don't say a mes tart air. Okay? Joch don't say a mes tart air. Lostin don joriacht gumajin. Lostin give uh, give lodgings to the joriacht, the wanderer gumajin. Quinig the sound face marked. Okay, August my yenan to son is ditches fair. Ni bossa yoito ach ahru bahan. It's not you won't die, but it's a change of life. Nor yoito boss. Big Ahru Bah, big to Dolgudi Oitella. Augustin, until dearest and father shin three hura, near Raiga onum fe lach ifram. Until dearest and father shin three hura, near Raya onum fe lach ifram, under the flags of hell. Well, shin simply then sort of wailing a V. Congregulord of Kaharkil Henig. Tashi Ashtagmara, a Varshis and a Kongrushindan Kaharach, is on to go on Rodig with the Sampi Shasa Lower, Lower and Lainig, Kurdahio Hogan, a Mach, August, or not Hadahia, the feeling a Nish. Well, the Beshin Mihola, Jamie Davis, Mubrikus, the Mihol, Bingalore, Story, Mihol, Gox, Bajin, Harden, a Hatnin, Gomorra, Lesh, on Krela, Lena Krela. Well, Fonigiling, Baby Tardash, a Teration of Ogrisha. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. It's Christmas time on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. Kyo Lagas Kora. On Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. The Niklas O'Brenon. CRKC text line on 086-353-7782. Is sponsored by taxback.com. Yeah, Father Nashkiri Kyolagus Koran Majin Show. Well, Anish, Ta Aiden Shine, Gom, Aiden Shine, Pre Viminak, Offiga Gano, Ir Deshkart, Tan Anifiki Bort Lariga, Big Aiden, Korshis, Erin Kaura Hukter, the Gnohi Exula. Well, I'm delighted to be joined this morning on Community Radio Kilkenny City by Aiden Shine. Aiden is the CEO of the Southeast Business Innovation Centre. And Aiden, thank you for taking his time to talk to me. Good morning, Nicky. Glad to be here. As I said to you before we came on air here, I was looking on social media. I saw that you're celebrating a milestone of 25 years, providing services to businesses in the southeast. We'll we'll talk about that in a moment. But maybe for our listeners, and and many will know of you, of course, already because you have been providing support to them. Tell us a bit about Southeast Big and what your main role is. Yeah, well, I suppose uh, we're a European Union Business Innovation Centre, European Union Big, as you said, in existence for 25 years. We're we're a not-for-profit organisation. We're we're funded primarily by Enterprise Ireland to work with startups uh, in the southeast region. So the, the five counties of the southeast from Tipperary, Kilkenny, Carlow, Wexford and, and Waterford. And what we do, Nikki, I suppose, is that we're all about trying to work with startups that want to innovate, that want to grow and want to scale. Uh, and we do that in very practical ways by working on business modelling, financial planning, uh, teasing out what the idea is, teasing out what the problem is and then eventually 
going on and maybe securing them investment either from public investment from Enterprise Ireland or the local enterprise office or via a private network of business angels that we manage in the region here as well. Yeah, we'll call, touch on those business angels because I thought that was uh, quite quite a, a concept that I wasn't familiar with. But the role of the local authority, Leo's, the local enterprise offices, they're important for small businesses. In and obviously, we're focusing on on Kilkenny, which is one part of your 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 operation. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And we would work very very closely with uh, Fiona Deegan in, in the local enterprise office and her team there. Where we would say that for for any business starting out. Um, the, the the biggest part of the the ecosystem and part of the for, the support infrastructure, but for an awful lot of entrepreneurs and startups, their their first port of call would be the local enterprise office, and there they can they can help you look at your idea uh, initially or maybe provide some feasibility funding or uh, or mentoring, and we would we would link in with the the local enterprise office very very closely on on some of their clients as well. Over the 25 years of uh, South East Bacon, I know you haven't been there for all of the time, but what were the milestones along the way that uh, you would have been maybe reminiscing about as you celebrated your 25th anniversary? Yeah, so we, um, in, in, in looking back, I suppose, we, we said we, we had to mark the occasion. And we were conscious that, you know, with COVID-19 and, and, and the year we've had um, uh, from, from left field, this COVID came out that, you know, some businesses have suffered quite a lot and individuals have suffered but we were conscious that we had to mark the occasion. So in, in marking the occasion, we kind of did it in two parts. In one part, we looked back. So we had a, a panel with some of our uh, ex-clients that had created uh, great businesses in, in the region, great employment. And we had um, Henry McSorley from Kilkenny with our company, Very, uh, one of our clients uh, as part of that panel and a number of other entrepreneurs that we're very proud of. So over the years, I suppose we've gone from, we were set up by the European Commission back in, 1995 uh, and then as Ireland transitioned through uh, and became a net contributor to the European Union I suppose without getting too technical about it we then became funded by Enterprise Ireland and that's where our kind of a new remit then to work with with a whole plethora of startups in the, in, in the region so we've had some amazing success stories along the way we won't dare to claim credit for everything a lot of these people are very special individuals entrepreneurs that have the energy and the drive and all we do is prod them along the way ask them the difficult questions and point them in the right direction and are we are we as a country and even as a southeast region are we still creating plenty of entrepreneurs who are prepared to really go out on on, on a, on a ledge and, and and really put their dream into action yeah definitely in the last in the last number of years we've seen a huge change in that you meet you meet a young person now and yeah i'm just blown away sometimes by their confidence and you ask them you know what do you do or and they'll say i'm an entrepreneur that's first and foremost it's not even describing what they're at they describe themselves as an entrepreneur so there's a great new philosophy and energy amongst young people about that they want to work for themselves and not only that and um, i suppose in the bad old days as a, as a society as a culture we didn't deal with failure too too well and if somebody didn't do well in business you know it, it was it was taken as a failure a sign of failure on their part whereas now we have people who try they might fail once or they might even succeed, uh, sell that business and start again. So one of the panellists we had on the other day, David Walsh from Netwatch in Carlo, very close to Kilkenny there. Yes, I know David, he, yeah, good, yeah, good carry man. He, absolutely, like myself, I'm a carry man as well. I didn't know that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So he, he's starting, so he developed Netwatch and is now starting a new a new venture in the telehealth sector. So, and that's what we need for a thriving entrepreneurial economy in the region is that people who, who are doing it once and doing it twice and they don't mind if they fail the first time, they'll go again and they'll try again. So definitely well, a big change in the last in the last number of years. David Walsh is a role model anybody can look up to in business, there's no doubt Absolutely. about that. Now in terms of business in the South East, there, there has been criticism over the years, and I've heard some politicians saying this as well about maybe a lack of attention from Enterprise Ireland in the South East. Is that criticism fair? No, I don't think so. Definitely not. No, I think that the resources that you know, Enterprise Ireland are putting in, uh, in, in, t- in terms of generating the, the, the and, and, and kind of encouraging entrepreneurship in the South East has to be welcomed and they're involved in a lot of support at an individual level in terms of clients that we would work with in terms of funding them, but also involved with a lot of infrastructural projects as well. I mean, uh, in Kilkenny, the, uh, you know, the area there where they're trying to build units for, for startups and things, and there'll be added business centres supporting that. Sure. Throughout the region, they've put in a lot of funds in terms of developing things like InsureTech um, in, in Carlow, 
kinetic labs down in Waterford, building up the infrastructure of the region so that it can support the next generation of entrepreneurs. Those who want to be an entrepreneur, I, I know the, the sort of services you help them with is maybe evaluation, there's business planning and modelling, marketing and research, funding mm-hmm. and sourcing, same. When people come in, how well geared are they to undertake all of those areas? Because they're critical before you actually start about pouring money into a business. Absolutely, and that's part of our... I suppose, individual, our, our initial role with, with somebody is to sit down and, and part of it, a lot of the time, is what type of person this individual is. Do they have the, the wherewithal to do this? Do they have the energy, the passion and the drive? Because no matter what help or support we can provide, and we do try to you know, push them in the right direction, no matter what support we provide, unless that person does it themselves, it won't happen. Because we deal with many clients, so we, we, I suppose we can't work full-time on one particular project. So we're providing inputs along the way, but it, unless the individual themselves makes up their mind, say, yes, I'm going to work 24 hours on this, blood, sweat and tears, and I'm going to make this happen, then it won't happen. And it's, it's very important that they realise that they do their marketing. Is there a marker out there for the product or service that I'm providing? And they're quite clear about that. I think that's critical for anybody who... And also, in terms of funding, I know you provide guidance on this area, but in how are the banks towards funding entrepreneurs like that? Oh, yeah, in, in terms of... Uh, you mentioned there about the, the, the problem. One of the first things we would do with anybody is look at, look, sit down and look at their business model. So what problem they're solving who has that problem and is it a big enough problem for them to make a viable business out of it um, and then along the way there are many different ways of getting that funding be the be the leo or, or leader the banks have their role to play i suppose in in very early stage we can't expect the banks to, to fund pre-revenue or very early startups that's probably not their role but they do play a role as companies grow in terms of the services they provide and the funding that are the loans I might be able to provide as well. So everybody, we always say you need the right funding at the right time from the right people. And that's part of our role is direct these entrepreneurs and these startups. And it probably helps any entrepreneur heading towards your direction that they have consulted with a friend or a colleague who can give them uh, some advice in advance so that they're not going into you with a blank sheet of paper. It's important to know that they've evaluated and maybe have consulted with maybe some mentors in, in, a, in a comparable business. Yeah, and it's always good to get to get advice from, from people who've been there before, but we, we have no problem, Nicky, to be honest, if somebody comes in and they're saying, look, there's something, as we said, some people come in and say, look, I have, I have a, a niche that needs to be scratched here, I'm, or, or am I mad? And even just to sit down with somebody whose objective, the danger of, I suppose, talking with friends and family is that, and rightly so, they will be positive no matter what. But sometimes, from our point of view, it's, it's good to be objective and, and have a, a positive criticism of an idea and challenge somebody with their idea to say, look, is this going to work in reality? So that early stage challenging will test the mettle of the entrepreneur as well. Absolutely. And of course, the year we've had with COVID-19, how has that impacted the, uh, the type of support services you've had to give to people? And just in general your your own operation yeah no i must i must compliment uh, my, my team in 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 the bit it was i remember back in march on a, on a, on a friday we were told okay guys we're we're working from home from from next week and the team reacted very very quickly and adapted uh, and we were up up and running the following monday morning working online we, we do miss the the individual face-to-face interaction that's our our forte is working on a one-to-one basis with clients and I suppose transition was easier with clients that we were already working with because we'd we'd met them. But even the other day, we were kind of looking back at the year and we were saying there are some clients that we've got processed through and got funding and all the rest for them, and we've never met them face to face. And it's amazing to see that happen. Uh, and it'll it'll be interesting to see what will happen post COVID. Uh, it'll probably will be a blended. Uh, are, are a mix of interactions with people. We might meet them once or twice and then we can do online meetings and stuff. But no, pretty much we've, the, the team has continued to work as, as normal as, as, as possible in terms of engaging with and working with clients. Talk to me about the incubation centre and, and, it, and its role in, in all of this. Yeah, so we have, back in 1999-2000, the, the BIC, we were the first organisation in the southeast to have what was called an incubation centre. So at the time it was kind of an open plan hot desk. Now we have a, a number of individual offices that, that companies can use. 
But because we're spread, I suppose, and, and work throughout, we now work very closely with other incubation centres and other co-working spaces throughout the region. Um, and that's very important. And that's something that the southeast um, and places like Kilkenny has witnessed in the last five years, I suppose, is spaces now made available for entrepreneurs that they can work in and that not only work in themselves, but can network with other entrepreneurs um, and form little little hubs of, of co-working spaces and entrepreneurial activity. So we would see it as very, very positive the development of co-working spaces, enterprise centres uh, and places like that that are dotted around the region. It's really, really positive and really important for the region to have those. Yeah, the, the Halo uh, Business um, Engel Network, I, I think that's very critical because it's bringing investors into the equation that can help to support some of the innovations that the entrepreneurs are coming up with. Absolutely vital, Nicky. And, and again, it's another part of the, the, the whole, I always call it like an almost like a three-legged stool. You have the, the support from the local enterprise office, from Enterprise Ireland, from ourselves, and the mentors, and that's there. The other is the infrastructure, the, the hub, and the co-working spaces, and the other side of it is the investment side of it. So, And that could be anything from local enterprise office feasibility funding or priming grants or business expansion grants to Enterprise Ireland, high potential startup funding, and to our own network, the Halo Business Angel Network, where we have individuals who are looking for investment opportunities. And often these are local business people, local entrepreneurs themselves that have funds and want to invest. And what are they looking for the investment? Are, is, are they putting timelines on it? And, and what do they really expect to get out of it? Well, yeah, and, and I think it's important for people to understand how this works, I suppose, is that typically they're making... Uh, an equity investment so they're putting in funds in return for a share of the business now a lot of them will also contribute beyond the money in terms of contacts or time or skills into that course, business yeah. but ultimately Nikki, it's all about the money <laughs> i suppose yeah that's and understandable they, they do expect a return at some stage down the line now some kind of leave it there and say okay look if i get a return in five or seven years so yeah they are looking at the exit the exit potential of any business they would invest in down the road as well but it's i i mean it's important that these entrepreneurs I suppose they, they, they have continued these might be people who are perhaps retired themselves or maybe are, depending on what they're working on and getting involved in another business as an investor while not necessarily involved on a day to day basis it, it can it can energise a, a growing business in that context Oh, absolutely. And we, and we call this type of investment smart money. So they're not only bringing money, but they're bringing um, a whole variety of experience or they might have contacts, they might have knowledge of a particular market, they might be able to introduce the startup to customers or, or other contacts. So yeah, really, really important. And, and, and we do it, I suppose, we do it kind of Dragon's Den style. We have uh, seven, eight times a year, we have three four companies on a night will pitch to an invited audience of angel investors on the night. It's an invite-only type scenario. And they're put through the ringer before that in terms of getting their business plan together and their presentation together. And then they're, they're questioned by the angels on the night. And, and hopefully then we can arrange meetings after that and get, get the investments through. Well, I'm talking to you on a Tuesday evening and this programme goes out. This will be recording with Gordon Saturday morning. And in the context of Brexit, so what we're going to talk about could be very stale news by Saturday morning. But one way or the other, with a deal or with out a deal, it's uh, it's still going to be a challenging environment until things settle down, if I could use that term. Yeah, and I think like it, if we thought that there was uncertainty around around COVID, come the, you know the first of January, uh, a lot of companies maybe have their heads in the sand a little bit. Could be in for a shock uh, come the first of January, but hopefully, I mean the signs even today is that there, there has been a bit of a breakthrough on on British side. So it's hopeful that we'd have some form of a deal. But even if there is a deal, it's still going to be challenging enough times ahead. But I think one thing is for sure, and I think we can rely on it, is that... Uh, companies are very adaptable and given a bit of time they will overcome any of the challenges that are... Did I get though from what you were saying that you're a bit concerned that perhaps some companies are not as prepared as they might need to be? Yeah, I think so. I think that would be fair to say. I think that there's that maybe companies are almost afraid maybe to to, to look at it and, and, and to face it. Uh, what I would encourage companies even at this stage is that there is help available. You know, contact the local enterprise office, contact Enterprise Ireland they have mentors, they have online webinars that they're doing this week around the country as well, um, and, and to, to get involved and to get the information that's required, even at this stage. And Aidan, just to, to wrap up then, looking into 2021 and beyond, are you optimistic, notwithstanding the challenges of COVID, but with vaccine on the horizon, do you remain optimistic for business in Ireland, and of course Brexit, whatever comes out of that? I do, I, like, yeah, I think 
it, there, there will be ongoing challenges. I think COVID, we, we see some bit of light there at the end of the tunnel with the with the vaccine and all the rest of it. The 2021, the first part of it, is still going to be challenging with the added complexities of Brexit and whatever. But as I said, entrepreneurs and small companies are, are nothing if they're, 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 they are very resilient people. And I think that given time, they will they will overcome whatever challenge comes comes along their way. And as I said, we're we're here to help companies as well in that and, and provide guidance and assistance as best we can along their, along their journey. Well, Aidan, I'd like to again congratulate you on 25 years of great work by uh, South East Bake, by you and your team. In You're based in Waterford, but you, Kenny is part of the early cover. Oh, well done, very, well done. Well done, and continued success in the future, and we'll be watching it with, with a lot of interest, and I'm sure we'll find time to uh, talk to you again about your developments down the line. Thanks very much, Nikki. Thank you. Christmas greetings on the airwaves and across the World Wide Web on your local community station. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. It's Christmas time on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. Kyo Lagas on Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. La Niklas O'Brenon. Chamber of Commerce. Well, I'm delighted to be joined by uh, John Hurley, the CEO of Kilkenny Chamber of Commerce. And indeed, John, we generally talk around this time every year, I suppose, mainly to promote the whole concept of the vouchers, which we'll talk about later on. But a lot has happened since I spoke to you last. And how are you finding working, John? Are you in the office? Are you from home and, and also rushing? Uh, thanks, Nicky, uh, for inviting me along to the show. Yeah, it's been a phenomenally busy year, actually, for us in the Chamber of Commerce. I mean, when you think about it, we're a representative and supportive organisation representing businesses and, and what's good for business and so on. And it's really when things are going badly that you need more support and more representation. And that's exactly what the Chambers of Commerce have been hugely busy doing. We've been lobbying and being the voice for business, basically feeding back into government how tough things are, how their latest support initiative, EWSS, TWSS, CRSS, etc., how that's actually working or not working on the ground and feeding back into them what we need. And that's uh, held us extremely busy this year. And John, how do you see uh, the whole working concept in the future, given the experience of this year and your colleagues in Chamber Ireland? Will, will we see less office accommodation needed and more hot desking, as it's called? Yeah, we would never have envisaged 12 months ago that we would be in the situation we are in today where so many people, myself included, are working quite a lot from home. And this whole concept of remote working has been tested and tried so thoroughly and urgently because we didn't have a choice. And I'd say that it has worked extremely well for some people. For others, it has proven to be a challenge and maybe they're still tweaking it and still trying to make it work for them. But I'd say that it certainly, as you've just said, does indicate significant potential for change going forward. That is not to say that remote working is the answer to everything. It's not really. And the other aspect to the remoteness is that it, that's not our natural kind of way of doing things, being remote from each other. We are very sociable creatures as human beings uh, and we do need to interact and meet with each other and be in the same place working and being together in how we get on with things. Yeah, of course. And day. working on Zoom or Microsoft Teams, you don't get that same empathy among people at all. And yeah, I, I can see lots of challenges for industry in general. Maybe the whole retail sector might be slightly different because it is very customer facing. But behind the office scenes, often people working in teams can often deliver the best results. Yes, and indeed, over the last couple of decades, offices have become more open plan to facilitate exactly that sort of interaction where we can all see and hear each other working away and we engage with each other, we get ideas from each other and we help each other. So then when you introduce this remote piece, you're not actually engaging unless you actually pick up the phone or make a call to someone and so on. So yeah, it's, it's look, it, technology is fantastic. It's a great way, it's the way forward utilize it but it's not everything as well we also need to to have the basics the, the cup of coffee and the few words over the, the water true. cooler or, or the photocopier you know 
John, COVID-19, its impact on the businesses of Kilkenny City, and, and were there some businesses impacted more than others? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people always ask me, how, how are things going for business? And it really depends on who you ask. Without a shadow of a doubt, it has really decimated certain sectors. Uh, and we know who, exactly who those are, the pub, the, the retail, the hospitality side, the tourism side. Uh, they've been decimated. Others then have basically done the best they can. Many businesses have moved a bit more of their business online so that they can continue to operate even though the door might be closed. And others then again have actually diverted their business completely to avail of new opportunities that have arisen. And the, the, the whole COVID-19 thing has been a boost for their business because they've responded to it in a positive way. So really, it's been horses for courses very much. But by and large, we're all really looking forward to the light at the end of the tunnel, which seems to be coming next year in the form of vaccines, so that we can get back to the best part of what we used to do in more normal times. And of course, it has been a huge impact on staff. I know the businesses themselves have been impacted. We might talk about some of that in a moment. But in terms of staff, it's been a, it's been a difficult period. Uh, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're all, you know, thinking and talking and feeling the wellness factor, pressures that have come on at cycle and that's something that's not going to go away anytime soon. We're going to have to manage and deal with that and be supportive of each other, employers and supporting employees and vice versa, and again, looking out for our neighbours and people in our society and communities. This has been a major, major upset in the normality of things for us in every way, shape and form, how we conduct our businesses, but also how we conduct our interaction with each other on a social level as well as the business level. And we all do need to work together to, to come through this and help each other out of the hole we've fallen into. And of course, business themselves, they've had to carry on. They've had to pay rent and rates, electricity, heating and all of that. A lot of those things carried on. And I, I imagine as a, as a group, you've been lobbying, be it local authorities or whoever, Chambers Ireland, on behalf of your business to try and give them, and they've managed to get some funding out of the government to try and keep them going. Has that been adequate, John? That's a very good question. Has it been adequate? Really, nothing is adequate except to restore, restore normality, really, because no business really wants handouts. They don't want extra loans and they don't want free money. They want to just be given the opportunity to do what they're good at, to, to run their business and grow and build it and provide the service and the goods and, and so on that they, that they normally do. Certainly, the supports available from the government have been a huge help. They've been essential. Without those, you'd have had breakdown of society, community, anarchy and all sorts. It's just not something that you could think about. And at the very outset of the pandemic in February, senior economists were saying that governments were going to have to produce helicopter money, basically free money into the econo economies of, of all the countries. We've done that. We in Chambers have been extremely busy lobbying governments for more and for them to adjust the types of supports that they've been giving. And we're also mindful of the fact that free money is non-existent. It's not free. You're not paying for it now. You're getting it for nothing. But it's all going to have to be paid back at some stage. And some of the supports then, of course, came in the way of finance loans that would have to be repaid at another time. Of course, yeah. And, and that was particularly attractive to a lot of businesses who were very un sure about the future. Yeah, in terms of staff, I mean, we're, we're hearing, John, that in the past week as pubs and restaurants opened, that they struggled in some parts of the country. I was listening to the National Airwaves. They struggled to get back staff because the monies that the government were paying them didn't make attractive for them to go back to work. That's hardly a satisfactory situation, is it? No, that's, that's an imbalance that can uh, inadvertently begin to creep in, certainly, and human nature being what it is, if I'm getting, whatever, 250 euros a week for free from the government and I can go back to work and get maybe something not a whole pile different, your natural inclination for many people would be, I don't want to go back to work. Many people, on the other hand, are worsened to get back to work, so it depends on, on people's attitudes. And yes, that has been the challenge for government and for economists and the advisors generally, is how to deliver help and support in a way that's proactive and supportive and doesn't turn into something that bites you on the backside inadvertently the other way, you know? Of course. Well, one of the things that businesses have had to do, or certainly they know now they've had to do it, is adapt to the whole online environment and prepare some offerings online, be it the restaurants where they give out their food online, or be it the other retail shops, but they're still working against the retail in particular, against the background of big international brands and your, your Amazons of this world people have got used to those so there's a challenge for the retail environment and I'm sure this is something Chambers Ireland and Kilkenny Chamber are continually looking at. 
Yes, very much so. Ever before COVID came along, the whole retail dynamic was under severe pressure and it was under threat and attack from the online sector. And that continued and has become an even bigger menace, I suppose, in many ways. Yes, a lot of retailers who hadn't jumped into that space were finding themselves having to do so to create some form of an online presence that would keep them going in business because they couldn't open their doors. So now we're all very much into looking how can we support those businesses and the local world certainly is stay away from the Amazons and all these massive big international businesses and look and see what Irish businesses that are locally based in our case in Kilkenny and what offering have they got on their online websites and that we can support them in that way. And of course, the part Kilkenny Chamber is paying in, in, in a very big way there is running the Kilkenny Gift Voucher Scheme. Absolutely, and we'll be coming to that very shortly. But clearly any businesses that are going to have an online presence, it does take a scale of investment. And you, you obviously have to make sure that you're partnering with reputable people in terms of managing the funds and, and organising the payments and all of that. Because unfortunately, there are others out there who have ulterior motives. Absolutely. You need to be careful, as with any business decision that you make, that it is the right one for you. You need to research it and be satisfied that what you are paying for is what you're actually looking for. There are various supports as well available through the local enterprise offices and so on in terms of upgrading your website or you know doing online courses, training courses and so on so that you know best how to use digital media and all this sort of stuff. And businesses are recommended to actually go and explore those. But once you set up a website as well, that isn't it sorted. You also then have to have an ongoing management of that website so that it remains current and continues to be an addition to your business. And that also takes time, money and knowledge. So you need to go into these things with your eyes wide open as well. And sometimes it may be something that you're not really equipped to do yourself, in which case you have to look at an alternative. Can you get someone avail of the services of somebody else locally? who will do it on your behalf. Very much so. And that, of course, it also includes the whole social media environment because, you know, somebody who, who kind of looks at social media maybe more so than uses it, it is hugely important for people to have a presence there. We see it here now because we run a number of business programs here each week and we're, they're constantly putting up their, uh, their offerings or their, their products and that. And that's how you get out there into to people's uh, heads. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, typically most businesses have a wide range of different types of customers. And those different types of customers like to be communicated with in different ways. So some of us like the the face-to-face contact, some of us like getting emails, some of us like the social media, some like to hear it on the radio or whatever. So for a business, you need to know your customers and know if they want to hear from you through social media, then you need to be in that space. And the same applies for all the other ways of communicating as well. Communication is key. There's no point in having the best business in the world with the best product and nobody knows about it because you haven't communicated it the right way. Absolutely, very true, John. Now, of course, one of the main reasons we're talking to you today is something we do every year is promoting the Chamber of Commerce voucher schemes. I think it is a wonderful initiative, and I think any people out there who are thinking of buying vouchers, you can talk about the flexibility, John, of the voucher scheme because they cover a whole range of different types of businesses in Kilkenny, and we're keeping our money in our city. This is it, really. I mean, a gift voucher, we've all used them from time to time for different things in different ways. When you don't know what to buy someone but you want to give a gift or something to someone a gift voucher is often a very good thing to do and the unique thing about the Kilkenny gift voucher is first of all you can spend them in so many different over 150 different shops and businesses you can get your hair done you can buy jewelry you can buy groceries you can buy fuel you can pay for your insurance by using the Kilkenny gift vouchers the key thing is you have to spend it in a shop or a business that's based in Kilkenny so Kilkenny money gets spent and circulated in the Kilkenny economy. We're all supporting each other. And the other key thing about it is that because it's an initiative run by the Chamber of Commerce and we are a not-for-profit organisation, we're not looking to make money out of this initiative. We're looking to support businesses. So we've done the Kilkenny gift vouchers in a way that they never lose their value, they never go out of date or expire. And we, in fact, only a couple of weeks ago, my colleague Roisin in the office got in a number of vouchers which had originally been purchased in 2008. And we knew because we had the serial numbers and all of it was on our database. And we honoured those to the full extent of the value that they originally had when they were purchased in 2008. There's no other gift voucher, national gift voucher that you'll get 
that. Yeah, and I think it is very important. And at a time when many retail businesses in Kilkenny were locked down twice during the course of this year, something that's unprecedented, I think we owe it to those businesses to help them out in a special way. And if you can't just get to those businesses now, buy the voucher and your family or loved ones or whoever you're giving the voucher to can come to Kilkenny after Christmas. And by the way, these vouchers are good gifts for people from any parts of Ireland because it will entice them to come back down to Kilkenny and maybe stay for a night or something. That's the whole idea. We want to get the message out there to the wider community, to Ireland, that Kilkenny is a great place to come to for shopping, for weekends and so on. And we will get back to that place where we can travel again. And we want people to come and travel to Kilkenny. So giving a Kilkenny gift voucher to someone who's not from Kilkenny is a great way to entice them to come. And when they're here, then they have this free money as such because they've had it gifted to them by you months previously or whatever. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's a fantastic scheme. And I, I couldn't uh, encourage people strongly enough. It's just, uh, I think it's a great initiative. Won't hold you too long more, John, but I suppose a couple of other small issues here. The annual Kilkenny Chamber Business Awards, you had to go online this year. Uh, we did. Well, we didn't actually go online. We, we were going to have to do something different. We knew we couldn't have our usual big event. Our, we have been growing that event over the last few years to the point that it is now on steadily on the Kilkenny calendar as one of the best social events and uh, networking events of the year. Um, we have over 500 people coming to the Lyrat Hotel. Fantastic night of networking and celebrating success and achievement. Um, obviously, we couldn't do that. You're not allowed to have big congregations like that this year. So we scaled it down and did a different thing altogether. We still had two awards that we could give, which was the President's Award and the Lifetime Achievement Award. We couldn't do all the other ones because they require lots of interview and selection and so on, all of which involves people meeting and you just couldn't do that. They're independently adjudicated every year and none of that could be facilitated. But we're delighted to award the President's Award to a famous Kilkenny man, Bobby Kerr, who... Yes, we know Bobby here, yeah. Yeah, we know Bobby very well, who owned the New Park Hotel years ago and has come on and been a fantastic business entrepreneur and broadcaster. And he was delighted to receive that award. And then the Lifetime Achievement Award, which goes to somebody who over their lifetime or over many years, a long career, has contributed greatly to Kilkenny. And the recipient there was Mrs. Kitty Donahue, a famous woman. Very Fantastic so. woman with yeah. a great story to tell from Goresbridge in County Kilkenny. Yeah, well, we extend our congratulations to both of those. To finish, John, your hopes and expectations for uh, 2021. Of course, there are still big question marks about how much Ireland will open up. There's concerns about the early part of the year again, but notwithstanding all of that, are you optimistic for 2021? Certainly. I mean, predictors are saying that, you know, once we get a chance and we're allowed to get back to doing business normally as we possibly can again, that the economy will rebound quite quickly. This recession, so, so to speak, hasn't been a normal economic one. It's been one imposed by other means and other reasons. So that when we get a chance to reopen our doors and re-engage in business, the bounce back should be very good. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, that's very positive and we're looking forward to supporting our members to get to that space and support them and enable them to grow and prosper again and make Kilkenny businesses and Kilkenny itself as a great place to continue to live and do business. Well, John, we're in a difficult week, a potentially difficult week this week. I'm not going to get into talking to you now because time has caught up with us because as we're speaking, there's a lot of delicate manoeuvrings going on with Brexit. So that could be another matter that you'll have to grapple with in, in uh, Kilkenny Chamber. But we'll leave discussion on that for another day. Can I wish you, Roisin, and all your members in Kilkenny Chamber all the best uh, for uh, Christmas and the New Year. And could I say once again to our listeners, do please consider buying the uh, Chamber vouchers. You will be helping Kilkenny businesses so much in a year when they've had a lot of difficulties. John, thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Nikki, and happy Christmas to everybody out there as well. Christmas greetings on the airwaves and across the World Wide Web on your local community station. Well, the Mabrikas to John Hurley, well, Shindar, then Claude and Law, New Mabrikas to Sam Harry Chadwick, to Dean Iver and Claude, August Steve, to Lukdeshika, Fonagi Ling, Marbek, Heidi Goodick, Talk, the Spirits Alive, Cooped and Omid, Abeg Akrel and Claude Shore and Lunar in eight log, August Goody and Sahan Shakuin, a Slawn August Bannock. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City 88.7 FM.